I've just done lots of podcast stuff, including my own. And I'm just at this point, I was like, yeah, you just you just have to have every backup possible because something will go wrong. Will go wrong. And something did go wrong. So wrong, in fact, that this episode took about three times as long to edit as you might have imagined. So, just so you know, there's a little bit of audio fuckery happening here, and I appreciate your tolerance. So, let's get on with the episode. Some specific, I feel like our notes are probably going to be pretty similar. Yeah, I mean, it's clear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, by uh, pretty similar, I mean just glowing praise. <laughs> just like, oh, wow. wow. Hello, this is Every Native Episode. My name is Howie Echohawk. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch episodes of your favorite TV shows that have Native people in them, and it's me and another Native person. That's right, there are two or more of us. And <laughs> uh, You're surrounded. Yeah, <laughs> watch out. We're in the house. <laughs> Uh, today, uh, we watched probably, we were just talking about this, uh, you know, we watched an episode that makes me think, why do we even need reservation dogs? You know, like when this exists, <laughs> <laughs> when this exists, we watched Saved by the Bell running Zach. Uh, yeah. Um, if you are watching this or listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, you may be surprised to know that, um, that yeah, Native people have been in, uh, represented in TV and film for a long time, and for most of it, it wasn't spectacular. Uh, and so what I like to do when I see those things is laugh real hard because I really like it for some reason. And I have a lot of Native friends who seem to feel the same way. I think uh, I came up with a tagline for this, for this show called uh, Every Native Episode, We're Just Happy to Be Here. Um, or <laughs> every native episode, you only get one. Um, so uh, I'll just have my guest introduce uh, himself. Uh, yeah, for sure. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Joey Clift. I'm a comedian, TV writer, and old Cowlitz Indian tribal member. Uh, written on uh, set shows as uh, Spirit Rangers on Netflix that comes out uh, in the next couple months. Uh, that's every episode of that's the native episode. So I'm really excited about that show. It's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait to do a special episode of this podcast called uh, just doing the white people episodes of native shows. That's the future that I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be delightful. I'm not sure if we have one on. I think that, yeah, yeah it's tough. Like Somebody's going to complain. The main character is native, so it's like we don't. We do like a side episode just about a bunch of non-native characters. A very special episode. Just because we got it. You know, it's, impor it's important to have that representation in native TV shows. <laughs> You know, just like white people have stories too, you know? It's true. And, you know, it's about time they get to tell them, is what I'm going to say. You know, I, I, that's what I, yeah, think. you know, it's just everybody, everybody should be able to have a hero they can relate to. <laughs> exactly correct. Um, yeah. Thank you, Joey, for being on my uh, podcast. I'm pretty, I've talked to you about this before in the past and I'm really excited about doing it. Um, I'm glad that you picked this episode. I'd never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen, an episode of Saved by the Bell, actually. I grew up in the woods in Alaska, and so I didn't really have a lot of access to this kind of stuff. And I was also, what, in, this is early F in the 90s that I don't think I was really watching. Yeah, I mean, this episode came out like in 1990, I think. Uh, do, are you familiar, were you very familiar with this episode at all? Yeah, so, I mean, I definitely like, I definitely grew up with Saved by the Bell. Like, it was, you know, uh, like a show that I watched a lot, like on reruns and stuff like that when I was like, you know, in junior high, middle school and stuff. 
And I, I definitely remember seeing this episode and thinking that thinking that like whatever it was trying to do, it didn't it wasn't doing a good job. Um, and then, you know, it just you kind of like put it out of your mind because there's a lot there's there's plenty of not great native representation episodes in TV. Um, and then just I feel like over the past couple of years, I've just, you know, thinking back on Saved by the Bell, realized, oh, that was really bad. <laughs> Yeah, this one is truly excellently bad. I and I, I did not know what to expect, but I'd seen like a still or two. And I mean, I guess quickly the plot is like this uh it's it's on what I, the one of the things that I think is interesting that it, that is accurate about it. It's like this white kid is like I've heard the story that I have a native ancestor, finds a picture of his native ancestor and then creates a whole persona. <laughs> to like like that's 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 why that's that i've seen that happen in real life like that's classic yeah that 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 is something that was really interesting about this is that like there are definitely some like uh i'm gonna say some key things but i mean a lot of key things they did not do great but like there were a couple things where it's like oh yeah they like accidentally really nailed on a particular archetype of like hearing vague native stuff from a relative that you, uh, you know, don't really look into, but like you find a picture that doesn't really have anything on it somewhere in your house. And you're just like, this must be my ancestor. And then you immediately go all in and start wearing a headdress places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, and then, um, like he had, like he, like he, the, the, a, I, the, I guess that's like the A plot. The B plot is that he's supposed to be in a race, but if he doesn't do this like rep this presentation right, he can't be in the race. And then there's like also this weird little C plot of like the 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 black girl who finds out that her ancestor was a slave, and then there's the white girl who finds out her ancestors were slave traders. <laughs> I like that was that was pretty wild. Yeah, it was Jesse Spano finds out that her uh her ancestors were like slave traders. And her friend, Lisa Turtle, is a black woman, a black teenager at this point. And uh, she feels real bad about it. <laughs> Which, again, is like, I actually like that. Like, that's like, oh, like, that is like, uh, is totally like, I was like, that's a, that's a white liberal right there. Just like, please take this. Oh, I yeah. I feel so bad. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, that was like, not even, that was like, not even hyperbolic for the purposes of TV. That's just, I have, I like to this day, have those kinds of conversations with friends about native shit, like non-natives, constantly. So, like, that to me felt so, like, oh, like, 1990s, this feels very spot on. Um, uh, a couple things I wanted to shout out about this episode. Um, on the uh, the Netflix, um, like, uh, episode descriptions, all of the episodes have, like, I would say pretty lengthy synopsises that, like, go into details about about like you know what the episode's about whereas this is just the most short and vague zach tries to get over the death of a friend <laughs> no information clear that whoever wrote this there were probably six meetings at netflix that were just like okay how do we describe this episode without being racist uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah zach fucks up <laughs> yeah it's just like that yeah generically zach is Zach does a racist thing? Got it. <laughs> that was it, the, I. I noticed that same thing. I have that same note. Like, di, like why? Like every episode, it's like a full little paragraph, and then Zach tries to get over the death of a friend, which doesn't even happen until like yeah. near the end. No, of the in, no info about his friend. <laughs> also, are they friends? Like, no. they, they, they hung out once. <laughs> they hung out. They hung out one time, and 
Yeah. So that, by the way, so the, the, his friend who like his, so he, Zach does this presentation, brings up like fucking screech, uh, to be a fake Indian doing like a full on like cartoon Indian face. Yeah. Just like shitty, shitty war paint made out of lipstick. Like, uh, like he gives him like a very, just like, you know, store-bought tomahawk that screech uses to like cut an apple in half. Then screech just grunts as he moves around the classroom. Classic. And so, and then, and his teacher, classic, <laughs> classic native things. And then his teacher is like, asks him, was like, all right, then like, what, what tribe are you? And he's like, oh, I don't know, uh, Cherokee. And then like, where are you from? Like, uh, Burbank. And then, so she's like, you have offended your ancestors and this class. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then she's like, by not having enough pre- prepared. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's flat out something that I wrote down is that like, uh, Miss Wentworth says, uh, Zach, you have to learn responsibility. <laughs> like her upset was not, oh, you just did this horrible racist thing in front of people. It was, oh, you got to like put F, you've got to like try for your book reports. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, another thing that I really uh, love about um, kind of a moment at the start of the episode is that when Zach uh, finds this photo of his ancestor, he shows it to Screech, and Screech says, um, my mom used to tell me about a four-eyed monster that lived in my closet, completely calling out Zach on just the clear, like, bullshit that he just said. And uh, Screech is, like, a really, he's a really good character throughout this. There's also a moment where um, he's putting on his, uh, like, you know, the fake war paint um, uh, lipstick on his cheeks. When you can hear the, the studio audience nervous laugh like that's the studio audience they edited that but like it was just such a powerful like oh even the audience knows this is racist moment yeah like this was not good guys (laughs) yeah i wonder if i can find that an indian relative oh my mom tells me stories about four-eyed monsters hiding in my closet that's the shit yeah 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 (laughs) and then the way you can't see this right now but zach morris looks at him like man What the hell's yeah. I was reconnecting. <laughs> Zach Morris reconnecting native. That's the new episode name. Um, uh. <laughs> dude. Th- yeah, I love that part. I also really like the uh, uh, that like as soon as it's as soon as it's done with like him doing his first presentation, the teacher's like, oh, let me call this one native person I know. And I'm sure he'll be happy to talk to you about it, which, again, is a real fucking thing I have to deal with sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely get like messages and uh, stuff and texts from people all the time that are like, you're the only native person that I know. Will you please help with the X, Y, Z thing? And it's like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't want to. I've gotten real good at saying no. But and so uh, then so Zach goes and meets Chief Henry, which is probably like let's so the person playing chief henry i i don't know if you've ever do you know who that is like because i had to look him up uh yeah his name's del birdie he i know that he he according to wikipedia is native he was a i believe a chiricoy apache um so presumably he's like an actual native person um he was in his 70s at the time and he was somebody that was in a lot of like westerns before that and like you know i have to say like th- th- there are a couple things about chief henry one like Bayside High is in Southern California, kind of near Malibu, like Pacific Palisades specifically. Is Chief Henry supposed to be Shubash or Tongva? 
They never really tell us what his tribe is. Oh, but he's a chief, though. Yeah, he's a chief, I guess. It's totally like the thing of two, like either they named him that because they're like, let's make him someone respectable or like or they was just like, you know, like how you meet any native person you're like, oh, there's chief this person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How every native person is a chief. And, you know, this is the only native character not only in this episode, but probably in the history of Saved by the Bell. Guaranteed. So as far as I can tell, yeah, the creators of Saved by the Bell just assume every native person is a chief, which, uh, uh, you know, chief. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Chief Echo Hawk, thank you for it was very much. I'm Chief Clift. We've we've established that. <laughs> you know, you just you just come like Zach Morris and you open my door without knocking and I'll welcome you in. <laughs> yeah, that too. He also just lives in like a shack, I guess. He lives like directly next to the beach in a shack that may just be like somebody's pool house or something. I can't tell. Although I, I do feel like with Chief Henry, they did do like just like a, a small amount of research on this in that, you know, his couch has a Pendleton blanket on it. That reads is like, oh, they like they, they like. at some point, somebody who worked on this maybe knew one native person in their life that they based Chief Henry on. Just very blanket statement. Um, yeah, there was a, a Pendleton blanket on his couch. Uh, you know, shocker, Chief Henry passes away at the end of the episode, uh, you know, as a means to teach Zach about responsibility or whatever. <laughs> and um, the ghost of Chief Henry visit Zach in a dream and uh the ghost of chief henry he's wearing like a nice shell bola and like a dope white suit and that feels like oh yeah they probably asked they probably asked adele birdie just like hey what like native stuff do you wear out places and he was like ah, like a bola yeah he was wearing a leather vest in his regular in a, in a dodger's hat which that feels pretty legit um the yeah, I, I like that whole thing. I, 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 I have to say, I kind of don't hate the way that Chief Henry is played. Like he's just like very like yeah. making jokes. Like he's like real. The guy's like, he's like, where'd you learn to weave that in the res? And he's like, UCLA. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. Like that's a joke I might. Yeah, write. it's like like that, that's something that I'm really curious about about like this episode is like. You know, uh, I think that, like, the mistakes of this episode are, like, it's clear that most of the people that worked on this have never met a Native person before in their life. But, like, the writing and, like, I mean, Del Berti, specifically his performance in that character, is, like, it's, like, 70% of the way there, you know? It's, like, he's totally, as I'm kind of, like, uh, clicking around and looking at the, the scene of Del Berti in his studio. He's, like, working on some pottery He's got like some like different fabrics and stuff. I don't know if like this is like his artist studio or something, but he's 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 in there and he's doing his stuff. I, I but I he, he immediately calls him uh, you're the you're the you're the boy who thinks he's native. This blonde hair, huh? <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, he also just in, in like in just like such a specific elder move when uh, Zach asks to learn more about his ancestors. Uh, Chief Henry just gives him a stack of books as like a very nice elder fuck you, which I appreciated. He's like, oh, a three minute speech, huh? All right. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, you're gonna need more books. Like, yeah, I I did like it was a it was a very like whatever kid like you don't care, and uh, I thought that was funny because I, I think if I was in if I was in Chief Henry's actual shoes and some white lady that I know called me and told me she's sending over like this white kid to learn about his ancestry, I'd be like. Fucking, come on, man. Yeah, like, I'm busy. I would rather do anything else than this. Um, And then, so, uh, 
Zach goes and reads a book uh, and finds out that his ancestor in that picture is is the like some chief in a chief in a tribe that already had a chief. Uh, you know, the Nez Pierce, the Nimi Poo, Chief Joseph's tribe. And like and like he's like, oh, my gosh, I actually want to learn this now. Uh, meanwhile, I will say the the interactions between uh, uh, Lisa Turtle and what's the other girl's name? Uh, Jesse Spano. Jesse Spano, like increasingly funny to me. I just like she's like, I'll do anything. What can I do? What can I do? Which eventually culminates in Lisa Turtle, Lisa Turtle, like being like, buy me a car. And she's like, oh, that's too much. I, <laughs> I can't. But also. They established earlier in the show that Jesse Spano's from a rich family. She can afford she to buy Lisa Turtle a car. car. And that's, again, really accurate to life. A lot of white people asking what they can do. And you're like, the land? Yeah. And then you're just like, here's an actual thing. And they're like, no, nah, that's too much. And it's like, you could easily do that. No, I like the way the guilt feels. I don't want to have to act <laughs> on it. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you want me to act on this guilt? Oh, I don't know. Oh, and, well, and, I, and I do appreciate, I, I do want to say... Like, um, Chief Joseph, like, I, you know, I'm Cowlitz. I grew up on the Tulalip Reservation. I went to Washington State University, which the Nez Pierce uh, tribe is, like, very close to Washington State University. Like, Chief Joseph is somebody that, like, I knew about growing up. But he, I feel like, for a lot of, like, Native folks and non-Natives is, like, kind of a deep pole. Like, I've talked to a ton of Native people that don't know who Chief Joseph is. So, you know, like, I, I, I do appreciate that, like, you know, like I, like, I am curious about where the writer for this, you know, like, he presumably was probably friends with a native person growing up or like did some research into this. It wasn't just like crazy horse or something like that. Like chief Henry, I mean like uh, uh, that they knew that like everybody kind of claims being Cherokee uh, when they're non-native. Like it's like, I feel like there were enough specifics that were just like, just right enough where it's like, Oh, the person that wrote this for sure is not native, but like they maybe they talked to a native person at a party once, maybe, you know, <laughs> and and asked them, asked them about Chief Joseph. It, it also, though, too, it could be because like there is absolutely like in the Northwest specifically, because like I, I, you know, I'm from Alaska. I didn't know who Chief Joseph was until I got down here. It like, you know, you do you do go. I will see every now and again, you'll go into a person's house and if they don't have a Chief Seattle poster, they will have like a Chief Joseph something sometimes. And like with his little with with a, I will fight no more forever because they really like that, which which I think is actually <clears throat> there was something about how Zach goes back, like learns this stuff like and go. <laughs> God, before I guess before we get to my thing, you do have to talk about the second time he presents. <laughs> this. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Screech does a bad Italian impersonation and tries to hit on girls and it's bad. And then, yeah, which the teacher is completely fine with. Everybody's really fine with a lot of blatant sexism and and uh, just bad things. Gives them an A. This teacher's terrible. This teacher's a bad teacher. And <laughs> and then they're like Zach Morris, and no, the, Zach's not there. First of all, they all just notice Zach isn't there. <laughs> they're like, oh, Zach's not sitting in his usual seat. And then he marches in the door because with. Oh, freaking Chief Henry, when he comes back, gave him, he's like, here, this is a thi this is like a thing I made for you. Like, a, I don't know what it was supposed to be, a necklace maybe. Like, this is a thing I made for you that's a I mean, that's, of your people. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's, that's another thing I wanted to shout out is I think that what I think that what Chief Henry made for Zach is like an what's called an Abenaki headband, which is a very specific Northeastern native thing. Mm. It's like, I, I feel like it's one of those things that you kind of see just like, you know, the, I think the Land O'Lakes Butter Ladies wearing one. Like, it's just very much a pan-Indian thing that like people kind of slap on uh like just natives from wherever to make them feel native um 
And but like that that's kind of my question is like, so what tribe is Chief Henry from? If he's Shumash or like from Southern California, it would probably be like a woven cedar thing. Sure. But you know, I also get that like if he learned how to make this at USC or whatever, it's like he's not necessarily making something that's like within his culture, he's just making whatever. It's just sort of a like what tribe is Chief Henry is my big question in this. He's all he he represents all of us. <laughs> he lives oh, okay. he lives okay. inside of all of us. Uh, oh great. <laughs> well, Chief, yeah, Chief Henry gives him this the, the Abenaki headband and says this is the symbol of your people. And and then and that's all he gives him, which for sure not the symbol of the Nez Pierce people. <laughs> and then it's so then he sends him uh, like he sends him away or they go to the beach, I guess. And they like talk more about it. And Zach, when he shows up for his thing, walks in the door wearing a full like planes head, like or a full headdress, full like like Halloween store, like native outfit, all this stuff. And I'm like, where did he get this? Yeah, like. Like, that's the, the, yeah, I have so many questions of, like, that's the better option? <laughs> and the te- and the, the white teacher's response is not horror. Her response is, wow, he even dressed the part. Exactly. But you know what, what I really liked? A little thing I want to shout out. Lisa Turtle goes, oh, God, we're going to fail. We're, we're not going to, we're, ne- we're never going to win this track meet. Because <laughs> Lisa Turtle being, like, the only person of color there besides Mario Lopez was like, oh, this racist fucking yeah, thing. yeah like like truly what the hell and then he goes up and like puts his arms in like the mo like where did the hell did that thing even come from like the like standing with your arms. yeah it's the weird cross arm like yeah i it's like i feel like it, uh, maybe one native person did that once in front of like the wrong white person in 1905 and then the person was just like oh that's how all native people stand standing there talk gives like this speech about the, his tribe and like how oh like you know that they like uh gives the whole chief joseph speech that'll fight no more whatever forever everybody claps she's like you get an a and blah 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 he's so freaking happy and like and ex- and he's still wearing his freaking <laughs> <laughs> his full-on store-bought regalia and like goes in the hallway and is like gonna call chief henry and chief henry dun 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 is dead oh no uh also uh if you're wondering if stereotypical flute music is playing every time that chief henry talks and when his death is announced and when zach is talking about native stuff oh it it does it does oh yeah I, you haven't heard the theme song for this podcast but i'll, I'll play it for you when we're done it's it it, it is that Oh great! <laughs> but with a beat, um, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> it's oh my gosh! Yeah, he and, and then Zach is like heartbroken. Uh, but like he didn't know this person. Yeah, they hung out once. They hung out one time, and like, yeah, like he he's like, oh, I can't race anymore. I'm no longer running Zach, which is the name that that Chief Henry gave him. <laughs> Yeah, bestows upon him. Yes, yes, yes. In a, a classic name ceremony, name giving ceremony, uh, gives him this name, and so he's like, "I can't run anymore." And he goes home and he goes to sleep. And then Chief Henry pops up in the dream wearing this pretty dope white suit. I will say. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is like, like the the white suit. Like he was wearing a white suit. There was like a shell, like a nice shell bolo tie. Like that's pretty. It's pretty legit. Pretty legit. And then he calls him, renames him, Sleeping Zach. Chief Henry's got the jokes. Um, yeah oh hell yeah 
<laughs> and like basically like is like because uh, oh yeah this is the thing like because like what uh, you know zach when he finds out about like the tribe like being chased by the u.s and like and like you know losing all their people is like why couldn't the white people and the, and the native people live together and there's it's america so big and then chief henry's like why do uh why does the lion chase the zebra why can't or why can't the lion get along with the zebra why can't the arabs get along with the jews why can't why can't i get along with my ex-wife but um <laughs> oh yeah yeah he's got jokes which what a what a good native uncle joke well and I, but like everything about that like when they said it i was like who's the line like why what are we zebras like what are you doing to your ex-wife i mean there's there's also a lot of like just speaking as a comedy writer there's also a lot of jokes where it's like i think um uh there's a point in the episode where jesse spano offers to carry lisa turtle to the mall on her shoulders and um uh, like the uh, mario lopez character um ac slater says Wow, it looks like it's driving Miss Dizzy instead of Daisy. Huge laugh track. And I'm just like, who the, that's the laziest. That joke doesn't make sense. One joke I did like where, uh, where because Mario Lopez says like, I'll, like, she's like, I'll take you to the mall and I buy, oh, I can't remember, uh, the, what's her name offers to buy Lisa Turtle something. And, and Mario Lopez is like, I'll take that. And then she's like, your, your ancestor, your, your ancestor wasn't a slave uh, or something like that. And he, and then he basically called, but he, then he just calls her a slave trader, I think. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> was, good comeback. Good comeback. Wow, that was rough, guy. <laughs> the the last little, because the, 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 the whole thing was like, oh, don't worry about it. This thing it happened, but we're moving on. Everything's fine. It's cool. And like, I'm dead, but it'll be okay. You just keep on doing you, Zach Morris. It's going to be fine. I'm in heaven now. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. It is also funny to me that like doesn't chief henry talk about creator earlier in the episode and then like later in the episode he's talking about how he's excited to go to heaven what is the belief system of chief henry i don't know i think it's kind of maybe straight up judeo-christian values though <laughs> it's like yeah. the word was in heaven yeah um a couple of th- a couple of things about del birdie that are, is really interesting to me um this episode aired in 1990 he died in 1991 this was his last acting role. No, I saw that and I was like, are you, that's, wow. Because like, you know, as I was like doing a little bit of research of this episode too, like, you know, it's, it's like freaking last year basically that, uh, that, or yeah, Mark Paul Gossler who played, who played Zach is like, oh man, this episode would never get made in current times and rightly so. Like, oh no, I shouldn't have done this. But he, before that, he used to say it was his favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a funny detail about that is like, it is something that I feel like I, I saw um, uh, or the rap article even back as recent as 2016 where um, Mark Paul Gossler was talking about, Mark Paul Gossler plays the role of Zach Morris, uh, running the titular running Zach in this episode. And, um, you know, he talks about how like you couldn't really make this episode of Saved by the Bell nowadays. And it does feel like there's an interesting level of self-awareness, but it's definitely undercut in the rap article by the first line of it being, Mark Paul Gossler is hoping to pass the peace pipe over a culturally questionable episode of Saved by the Bell. (laughs) I didn't see that. That is the first line of a The Rap article about this episode from 2016. (laughs) Oh, sweet God. I did not know that at all. So it's like, even when, even when talking about like, oh, we, we really, it's good that we know better about native racism now. The first line you say just the most racist shit against native people. Straight up something that would have been said in the episode. 
Yeah, for sure. And, like, you know, I, I was thinking about, like, what's the moral of this episode? I think it really is, like, the, the thing that they're, like, trying to say is, like, hey, these things happened, but, you know, we're just moving on. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Don't be like, uh, I keep on forgetting the, the white girl's name. Uh, oh, yeah, Jesse. Jesse. Don't be like Jesse and, like, you know, feel all this guilt. Just learn. And you know what? Your best Indian friend dies. Just run in the race. <laughs> run in the race. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and uh, also to tag at the end of the episode, um, uh, Zach, you know, after he was visited by the ghost of Chief Henry, he decides to run in this race. And then, you know, he wins the race and then uh, he's celebrating at the end. And then he but he's thinking about, you know, the death of Chief Henry. And then uh, I, one of the characters, I think it's like Kelly or Jesse, just, you know, asks him how he's feeling and, how, you know, why he ran in the race after his friend died. And then he said something like, um, like, oh, well, I just did what my friend wanted me to do. And then he reveals the back of the Abenaki headband, which has Beat Valley stitched into it, uh, which I thought was like, I thought that that was like a sweet ending of, uh, but it's also a weird thing of like, you met this man twice. Like, you hung out with this man one time. Um, came and went. And you never mention him or your your native ancestry ever again, Zach Morris, in the next 30 years of this show. Um, so I think that the moral of this episode for me is that I really hope that, much like Chief Henry, my death is used to teach a rich white kid a lesson that he immediately forgets. No, that is, that is why uh, the genocide of our people has happened, is so that some white people can kind of learn a lesson sometimes. <laughs> they can kind of, like, learn a lesson that they don't internalize, and they, like, you know, it just, uh, yeah, it just goes in one year and at the other. That's, that, is, that is the reason for the death of our peoples. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I was saying, once I watched this, I was like, from Rutherford Falls, why? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pray, get that shit out of here. I would like running Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, my, one of my segments is like, how do you make this episode better? And I do think it is that as soon as Zach uh, shows up wearing the full regalia, um, the, the, the lead uh, actress, I can't remember her name right now from Pray. Oh, yeah, Amber Midthunder. Yep. The lead actress, Amber Midthunder, throws the hatchet through a window and, like, just gets him right in the head and then pulls it back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah, how this I mean, gets better. I mean, there's a lot of... Look, there's a lot of ways you could make this episode better. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do think that... I think there's, like, a lot of, like, you know, little stuff that's, like... It's just clear to me that, like, you know, I feel like the writer maybe had a conversation with a Native person once in his life... But then there's so much stuff like, you know, there's just like, you know, flute music playing everywhere whenever a native thing happens. Uh, like, you know, like I mentioned, like, why is why like why is um, like Chief Henry giving Zach an Abenaki headband that's supposed to be representative of his Nez, Nez Pierce people? You know, like there's a lot of stuff like that, which I mean, even just like the regalia at the end that nobody at any point was like, hey, this is bad. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's just that that's you know, those are like easy real fixes. But yeah, the fix that I want is that Zach's, Zach walks into the room with the regalia at the end and the teacher is just like, you're expelled, you weird racist. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? I want to... I wanna Zach, Loris, you're like up this, next. This Zach? Zach promised me he'd be ready. And I believed him. Oh. <laughs> Great. There goes a track meet. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. But then the teacher does this. All right, class. Let Zach make his presentation. Let's hear him <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. 
And she says that instead of, what the fuck is wrong with you? Out of here. And then Zach, the way he's playing it, like, I know you can't see this right now, but like the way he's playing it, his face looks so sad. He looks like he's like carrying the weight of his people for the first time. Oh, yeah. He's really, he's internalizing his, he's internalizing everything that Chief Joseph said in his speech. Uh, he's really just thinking about like, yeah, the death of his people. <laughs> Truly. And like the thing is too, like this is meant to be the good version of what they did with Screech, but he's standing there doing the same thing. <laughs> he learned not a yeah. thing. Yeah. Really? The only difference is that he like took the time to go to a Halloween store to spend $20 on an Indian chief costume. Uh, and it is so like. It, looking at it, it is really bizarre. Like normal, like it's like it's very like this is supposed to be buckskin, but like it has. I think it. I can't even tell if that actually has the same headband on this fucking goose feather headdress. But it's just such a weird. Like it is totally. I've seen this in like Spirit Halloween a hundred times. Oh yeah, like if I saw somebody wearing that walking down the street, I would, uh, I would say curse them out. But really, I would like walk away quietly and then tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, uh, 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 one of the things that I used to do when I, because I don't like go out on Halloween anymore. I'm too old for that. And also there's a pandemic, but you know, like when I would, I would go and I'd see people wearing these things and I would just point and laugh and I'd say, <laughs> that's racist. And like watch. Them confused. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? What do you just watch? Watch them turn into Jesse Spano. <laughs> They're immediately like, can I carry you to the mall? Howie, please. <laughs> <laughs> Please do so. I would love that if you could. Uh, yeah, maybe that's another thing I would change about this episode is every time that Jesse Spanaway offered something, uh, Lisa Turtle should have said yes. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so... I mean, yeah, but there are, like, I'm like, like I said, I feel like this is an episode, it's like 70%, like there are, you know, like we mentioned, Chief Henry has some good jokes. Like, like there are some things where it's like, oh yeah, like it, that does feel like, you know, an accurate or funny thing to say in this situation. But then there are other things where it's like the teacher saying like, what's wrong with this is you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> like, it's just, there's an equal number of good things. And like, what the fuck things to, about this? And so I, if I, if I, 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 one of the things that I thought about when I was thinking, when I was thinking about this is like my, my, uh, if I was to get academic about this fucking Saved by the Bell episode, <laughs> I would say that like this actually is a very good representation of the Tuck and Yang article, Decolonization is Not a Metaphor, which in, <laughs> which, in which they uh, they have like a thing about cult where it says like that here are the settler moves to innocence and they describe these different things. And one of them is like self-indigenizing. Like that the colonizer was self-indigenized, which like Zach Morris, like self-indigenizes, learns something, feels kind of bad. But then, but like, it's because I, because I am that we just have to like, like literally, I think the whole message is like, uh, you know, America, we did this thing, but we just got to move on. We just like, you just got to run the <laughs> race. You just got to run yeah. the race. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, don't, don't try to make reparations. Just get out. Just. Just talk to an old Nate, talk to one native person who seems like they forgive you and accepts you, and then just move on with your life. And you don't even have to worry. You can feel bad for a little bit because he'll die soon. Yeah, yeah. He will die within within the day. <laughs> yeah, and it is just it is just so funny to see like this show 
wrestle with like trying to absolve people of white guilt, but in a way that's like, I don't know, they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> the thing, <laughs> they try to, they tried to like, yeah, they, that is exactly it. It was like, we're like, let's deal with the native thing. Let's deal with the, the slavery thing. And, you know, once that's done, I think we've conquered television and we can do any episode we want. That's what we can do. Oh, yeah. No question. The people that the 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 executive producers on this episode, uh, after they read the script, were just like, clear out space in the mantle because we're going to put some Emmys on that, baby. I'm, li- I'm looking at the I love that it was Mark Paul Gossler's uh, favorite episode. Um, I'm looking at the uh, which. <laughs> How can you? Yeah, geez. But I'm looking at the uh, now I'm looking because I was interested by the Netflix description. The IMD, IMDB description of the episode says if Zach wants to run the track meet, he better prepare his ancestry report where he gets help from an Indian. Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> Look, I've never seen a more perfect sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sentence tells you everything you need to know. Uh, like, like then IMD, IMDB must have also had like. A meeting because it's a pretty short description. Like, let's see what the one before it says. No, it's like I mean, yeah, there's still longer. There's still like more like talking about it. This one doesn't even mention the native person's death. Um, yeah, I, 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 this does make me curious about seeing more of like Del Birdie's stuff though, because like we said, he was like, I mean, you know, like it was like maybe not the best character, but it's like he, he was he was good in it. I feel like he, I feel like he like did his best, you know. Yeah, I, I'm interested in like. I would love so, I would love to know if anybody out there knows more about Delberti because I couldn't really find much, and and you know like one of my like one of the things that that comes up in these kinds of things, especially with older actors, is like part of me is like are are you for sure native? Because when I looked back and further in his stuff, he was playing some kind of like Italian characters. Then he was in a then he was in some movie or a TV show called like Apache something, and th- and then like you know things that's like nineteen fifty three. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm like, you know, like, it, what is the deal here? What's going to happen? Nah, I get what you're talking about. I feel like especially like that, like just kind of like like those old actors that played natives and Westerns. It's sort of like, yeah, are you are you native or did you just like really identify with a character you played? You know, classic Cody ironized, you know, like, like, yeah, that's, for that's, sure. For, that's a thing. for sure. Um. Mark Paul Gosler said this is his favorite episode, but in November is when he apologized. November 2016. That's right. Oh, that's nice. Ooh, that's a that's a November. That's a treat for us. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah. Oh, happy Native American Heritage Month to all. <laughs> I think that that should be that should be a requirement. Is uh, every November. Uh, every actor should have to apologize for one native thing that they did that was racist. <laughs> actually, I'm actually all on board for that. Native American Apology Month. Uh, <laughs> just apology. To na- and then we all breathe a collective sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, yes. As we listen to our flute music. Yes. <laughs> God, I'd love to find that flute music. Uh, I, I was looking at the quote oh, that Screech said about the four-eyed monster. The the tag to that too is like after Zach says, you know, I remember hearing about this distant Indian relative. Again, a thing that white people say all the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, Screech says, oh, my mom tells me stories about four-eyed monsters hiding in my closet. She should see a doctor, Zach. They're not there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that. Like I appreciate that. Is like that's sort of a subtle 
Like that's a subtle call out of like, yeah, you're full of shit, Zach. But like, I appreciate it. It feels like they like accidentally happened upon a couple. Of, um, they accidentally happened upon a couple of things that are like, oh, those are like solid jokes that like we would write this year, you know. That's guaranteed not. Like they did not do that on purpose, and but it is like yeah, for excellent. sure, for sure. Like that's something I'm going to say to the next white person who tells me, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to say that exact line. You know, my mom used to tell me about the um, monsters in my closet. And when you say that line, are you going to like look off into an imaginary camera and make like a cute face every every single time? <laughs> yeah. What is Screech's deal <laughs> in this show? <laughs> what, is, what is his like? What is it? What is his deal? I don't understand. It's really, yeah, he's a delight. He's very, yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, like he's clearly uh, an incel pre-incel, you know? Oh, guaranteed. One of the things I, uh, I like looking up this episode is I found a funny or die video, which I had not seen before. Did you watch that? Oh, uh, was this Zach Morris's trash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was dope. And I feel like that, that like, I appreciate, I feel like that was something where like, you know, I probably, the last time that I'd watched this episode in full before, I mean, yesterday and researching for this episode was probably like you know 15 16 years ago or something like that and um you know it's just something that i'd like kind of vaguely remembered as like a bad native representation thing but that uh funnier die is trash um web series that uh zach morris is trash funnier die web series i think just kind of like remind me reminded me of it of like oh yeah that racist thing <laughs> why aren't we talking about this more why are we talking about the, the whole like the Saved by the Bell, like, I'm also, like, you know, again, I'm not super familiar with this show, but, like, what is his relationship to the principal? <laughs> why what, Why is this principal just, like, in love with Zach Morris? It's very confusing. Yeah, it is weird that Zach Morris is in charge of this school. <laughs> but also, if it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you realize, oh, yeah, he's for sure, like, an upper middle class rich white guy who's good at sports. Uh, at this point, I feel like they're underplaying how in charge of that school he would be. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, one of the things I like I've been doing as I've been like watching these different episodes is whenever there is like the native thing, I like I do check out the background a lot. Like you were saying, like just like the set dressing, what's going on in there. And the more I've been looking at his little studio, it does look like a like I I swear I like this is not that dissimilar to different like native people's like little artist studios that I've seen before. That's just like this is just like in a like they have a little thing where they have all their different stuff and there's just like all the stuff they're working on. It's kind of it's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Like I shouted out earlier, like that he has a Pendleton blanket over his couch or something that looks like a Pendleton blanket. It's like it's like, you know, I feel like somebody at some point had met a native person. Like I buy that whoever set designed to that had probably met a native person before in their life and probably, you know, been in somebody's house or, or like, I mean, real talk that like legit might have just been like Del Birdie bringing his own shit, you know? <laughs> There's a, definitely a bunch of, uh, there's also like some other, there's like a different, there's like a, like more like Pueblo, Hopi style blanket in the background too. So there's like, you know, there's some stuff in there. He's also wearing the classic native short shorts in the, uh, in the early nineties. That's, that's, that's. that's <laughs> right, that's right, good. right. It's good. good. Man, this, wow. This image though of Zach Morris with his arms crossed and like standing in the headdress is going to. That's going to be burned into my brain forever. <laughs> it is so crazy. I would love to re to to like re re-edit the sound design on this episode and just like make it dead quiet. <laughs> like just... <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, but it also is so funny that there's like a studio audience laugh track 
of like for sure not native people reacting to this. It's like the things that get laughs, the things that get like, you know, like 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 the studio audience, the sound when like running Zach starts talking or walks in in this full headdress is like one of honor, like, wow, we're about to see something very special. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, Let me play it real quick, because I did notice, like, they have, there is also, when he says his name is Running Zach, there is, like, this second of, like, awkward laughter that's mixed in. All right, class, let Zach make his presentation. My name is Running Zach. <laughs> Just, like, the, the slightest hint of, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 and then they then they realized no, we must honor him with our silence. Now he's talking about a real sad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, just I don't know what a what a way. Uh, this just missed the mark on so. I mean, like, I mean, saying that it missed the mark on so many levels is implying that it hit the mark at some point, which I do not think it did. <laughs> Zero marks, except for like it did nail how shitty white people are. <laughs> yeah, how shitty white people are. And, like, I feel like Del Birdie did, like, a pretty good job with, like, the character of Chief Henry. But, like, anything besides that is just, like, just, like, yikes level, you know? Hot garbage. Like, truly among yeah. the more racist things I've seen. <laughs> and, <laughs> and which I, you know, is funny as hell. Uh, that uh, God, I can't. I'm what I keep as I've been doing this. I'm like, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if I'm going to hit a point where this actually starts to depress me because <laughs> like, right now it's really funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we're at a point where it's like, look, if we were talking about this together in like 2017, when there's like no native TV shows on TV, it would be like, and this is the best representation we ever had. <laughs> But like now that there are shows, you know, like Reservation Dogs and Rutherford Falls and all that stuff, I feel like we can kind of watch this and be like, eh, I mean, there's like cool shit we can watch too, you know? <laughs> Have you thought of any new uh, episode names for this one? Uh, I would say, uh, let's see, uh, Zach gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> A career r ruined. <laughs> yeah, or just like racist Zach. <laughs> yeah, or alternatively. Uh, uh, please don't watch this episode, please. Oh my God, please. <laughs> totally what that description is trying to do. Oh yeah, it's like mo moving on. Uh, we have to put this on here for completion purposes, but we are not proud that it's here. Because <laughs> one of the things like I noticed, uh, actually trying to find it on Netflix is like I think they had it in the wrong season. It's yeah, it's supposed to be season two, episode thirteen. They put it in season three, episode thirteen. I and I think that was fucking intentional. <laughs> Yeah, like I had to look for this. Like I like I agree. Like the placement's wrong. I feel like the episode number is like wrong too in the Netflix listings. And it does it does feel like this is an episode they've like, you know, rightfully tried to bury, which like I mean, good for good for them, but also like I don't know, I see shit like this and it's like yeah, like bury it, but also like I don't know, maybe like have more native shows. Maybe like don't just bury this. Maybe also like try to make a good native show, you know, outside of Rutherford Falls, which, you know, is on Peacock. But like, you know, it's like, I think that, I think that oftentimes specifically with things like this, it's like, they'll realize they did a racist thing and they'll bury it, but they won't do anything to like, try to like make amends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, let's, let's like, like on, like on the Saved by the Bell reboot, why not have an actual native character on that? You know, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I mean, they could do have done any number of things, but it actually seems like they did take the lesson from this episode to heart and have done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they learned their very sad lesson 
uh, from a native person dying and then immediately forgot. Immediately it. forgot it. They've moved on. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and rank this one. Uh, rank this one from one to ten little uh, white people. What do you, What do you give this guy? Wait. So is it is it one good or is or is ten? One good? is bad. Ten is better. But I either way, uh, it's so, funny. So I'm gonna say this is. Uh, I, mean, I was I was I was thinking about giving this a real score. But thinking about it, nah, fuck this shit. Zero. Zero. <laughs> they don't even get the, any of any of their white people. Yeah, all of the white pe- all of the white people are not there because they're too busy uh, guiltily carrying Lisa Turtle to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I think I <laughs> I will uh, I will give this a ranking of uh, their uh, white people are moving back to Europe uh, for at least five years and they say they're sorry. That's what I, that's what I rank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, um, I think that, and is there anything else you want to talk about with this episode? Any other any notes? Uh, I'll be up notes. Oh man. I got, let's see, like page one, line four. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, I feel like, I feel like we've, uh, I feel like we've let everybody know that, uh, this is hot trash. Yeah. Watch it immediately. Um, yeah. uh, have it, you know, show your children. <laughs> yeah. Please, t- t- please watch this and learn the lessons that it's teaching you from our ancestors. My God. Alrighty. Well, um, I thank you so much, Joey, for being on this episode. This has been a blast. I like, I've loved talking to you about this trash, trash, trash thing. Do, can people uh, find you on the internet somehow? Can people support the things you're doing? What do you got going on? Um, yes, all that you must do is look to the sky at an eagle and. No, 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 no kidding, kidding, kidding. Uh, by that, I mean you can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman, and you can find me on Instagram at Joey Clift with five or six eyes. The reason for five or six eyes is that a 12-year-old took Joey Clipped with one eye, and I just had to deal. Uh, other than that, um, uh, Spirit Rangers, uh, the show that I'm a writer, a consulting producer on, comes on to Netflix in a couple months, so definitely check that out to see some, you know, I would say better native representation than the Running Zack episode of Saved by the Bell. And then, uh, yeah, uh, continue to uh, support everything Howie does, because Howie's super funny, and, uh, you know, I'm sure the other episodes of this podcast are great featuring a lot of super funny native folks so check all this stuff out yeah thank you so much joey appreciate that uh yeah you can follow me uh, at howie echo hawk on instagram i'm the only one because of the genocide uh otherwise it was howie echo hawk as far as the eye could see and at every native episode because i don't think that that's taken so uh, you can follow me on all those things. I'm going to set up the Patreon. Uh, and, you know, as, as I'm getting into this, I really hope that one day it, that week I can do like some live shows. So I'd love to have you on that, Joey, do something in like. Oh, I love that. Okay. So if we do a live show of this episode of this episode of Saved by the Bell, we for sure need to pay a white comedian to do the entire running Zach speech in front of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if the live show is it, it is actually just us paying uh, white actors to do all the really racist parts from the different shows that we watch? <laughs> it's just like a full night of theater. We don't. There's no like commentary. It's just them and all of us native people in the theater watching. <laughs> yeah, all of them just sternly glaring at them. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that one of the things I want to do with the live shows is I do want to watch. Like, I think it will be fun to do some of the some of these shitty episodes. But I also think it'd be really fun to like. I would love to watch Prey live and just like talk about that. Like, do like have some more joyful kind of things. Uh, but we'll figure it out. 
Oh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, thank you so much. I cannot wait for that hopeful eventual future. Thank you all for listening. Uh, We will be back with another Native episode in the future because there are so, so many. All right, thank you so much. Bye.